0: Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the 3, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend JJ Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the 3 offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the 3 wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. With host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. You should have gone there last Thursday if you weren't going to the Saints game in person. You could have gone and watched LSU. You could have watched Tulane. I'll talk about that, Dave. They get they have 136 draft beers. <laughs> they have a menu that's awesome. I mean, look, it's football season. You want to go there. You got LSU's in the top five. They're number one according to the ESPN uh, Power Football Index, whatever the hell that is. Um, you know, they got... They got everything you want for football season. The Pelicans are about to start if they can find five healthy players, Andrew, to put on the court. They will indeed play games. They they signed a thirty-something-year-old from UNO that was playing in Europe. We're excited about that. But the
3: Pelicans. Yeah, you don't remember Bo McCaleb? Yeah,
2: I don't. Uh, the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. Go there. All right, look. The Saints, man, Andrew, what do we always say? We we want the Saints to win a lot of games, but if they can't win a lot of games, just beat Atlanta. And by God, they did it on Thursday
3: in... In spectacular fashion.
2: In, in spectacular fashion. They played great from the beginning. They blocked the punt. They fell ass backwards into three turnovers. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. And the Atlanta fans melting down on Twitter made it more enjoyable. But, Andrew... Before we get into the deep details of it, if there was one thing from it that you're like, that's really good and it might carry on for more games, what was that one thing that you saw that you were like, oh, that, that's really good. That might carry on in next week?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think two things really stood out to me in this game. Uh, the first was the play of Cam Jordan. Uh, of I thought life. he was, so, yeah, he he was just so dominant in this game, and really the Falcons couldn't block him. And at the end of the game, I just kind of said, you know, if he can have games like this consistently, where he's getting pushed, he's stopping the run, he's rushing the passer, he's getting sacks then he's kind of giving us the dimension that we lamented not having with Junior Junior Gillette being gone. And so for me, that kind of changes everything. If you have one guy that's consistently performing, the teams have to scheme for. Uh, then you saw Kikaha and Edabali both get kind of garbage sacks. Um, and so it, I think everything kind of falls into place around it. So that was the first thing. The second thing is you got to look at Sean Payton. I mean, the dude has no running game, 25 carries, 81 yards. And he's ca- starting a, a hobo <laughs> in <gonna> tackle. <laughs> no, Andrew, feet goes down. He didn't start. He didn't start. He play. played
2: like 90% of the game, but he didn't start. Tony Hills.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hills was literally a homeless person three days before the game. He was. And, and he found a way to not only – look, it would have been 37 points without the two missed field goals. So the offense was moving the football. And obviously Sean Payton saw something on tape about the tight end um, and being able to ex- – That Atlanta didn't know the Falcons. cover him? Yeah, exactly. Andrew. And so, so the Saints move the ball with, with, with those factors. And uh, as, you, as we start talking about the Sean Payton and does he last in New Orleans and can we re- rebuild with Sean Payton, I would present this game as exhibit A, that there is hope after the season if he stays.
2: Tony Hill is better than Bryce, ha- Bryce Harris, Andrew, real quick.
3: Uh, too early to tell, but, uh, probably, but maybe, (laughs) yeah, I'm not ready to say no. Dave, um, I'll put it to you this way. One guy was active in that game and it wasn't Bryce Harris.
2: (laughs) Um, Dave, you were at the game.
4: I was, I was, Uh, I was. The
2: crowd seemed really into it for a one in 14. Now, maybe that's a little bit of Atlanta, but they seem really into it. Well, there. I mean,
4: I think – I mean, you're right. They were definitely more into it than any other game this season and probably most games for last season I feel like too.
2: Um, <laughs> My wife says it was I, the who I cat.
4: <laughs> I, I think part of that is obviously it's Atlanta. Everybody gets up for that. Part of it is the fact that it's a night game, so everybody gets up for that too. So, um, And then, of course, what really helps, um, not just the Saints but any NFL team, is getting off to a good start. I mean, you know – uh, scoring a touchdown on your first drive that keeps that keeps the crowd into it um, obviously get blocking a punt and scoring a touchdown uh, while Steve Gleason is in the house uh, you know that gets people into it as well it was it was getting a little dusty in there after that yeah. blocked punt. Um,
2: Mega props to Steve Gleason for the troll that said at le- that tweeted at Gleason. At least I don't need a machine to tweet. And Gleason tweeted back at him something <laughs> like, "What the fuck is your phone?" Yeah, yeah.
4: He's, which Gleason.
2: was which was yeah. just the best.
4: Gleason, that, that that right there just proved one that Gleason is awesome, and that Atlanta Falcons fans really are that dumb. <laughs>
2: um,
4: but uh, except for Dave the alcoholic, we like him. Um, but, uh, it was well, a great game. game. It was we
3: really, I, <laughs> likes.
4: uh, I, no, all I, the people um, at the
2: Falcoholic are nice. I follow them. No, no, and they I fun. agree. I not agree. I all their
4: giving them a hard time. But the yeah. right, the writers, not the people that, not the readers, but the, <laughs> the contributors. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the game against the Cowboys that they won in overtime, that was one of the. More memorable, exciting games that I had been to in the Superdome in a long while, um, but this game against Atlanta topped that for sure. Here's a here's, um,
2: well, here, ahead, Ralph. here's a question that some, that Allie, our favorite, uh, our biggest fan, asked on Twitter, and I'll get we'll get to the Twitter questions later. But I like this question, so I'll start it off, and it's an interesting one. Andrew is was Thursday the most fun and the biggest win the Saints have had since the Philadelphia playoff game. And at first hmm. I was like, "No way!" But then I thought about it, and I was like, "Yeah, hmm. it kind of was. It kind of
3: was." You know, you know, uh, the road game against Carolina last year was pretty awesome because if you remember, the Saints started one and three, yeah. and they were kind of ugly. And yeah, they, they won felt, that game. We they, felt they, they really cur- good they after They curb that game. stomped Cam Newton in Carolina to go four and they got four. Help. Yep. And it put him back in first place in the NFC South, and that was right before they were they were they were going to have three games in a row at home. And so we were riding high after that game. They ended up losing those three straight games at home. But um, at the time, I remember being really pumped after that. That was another Thursday night game.
4: Uh, There's no distance too far
1: for the perfect trip.
4: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when
4: you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks
0: amazing. I'm so glad you made it The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
4: Um, but uh, I think this was I think this is a big deal. I mean just, be, I, I, just because for me, I mean I, I think any sane Saints fan wasn't expecting Atlanta to win. I mean, and you're talking about a 5-0 uh or four, five and o team coming in with a very high powered offense. Um, they looked really good um, early in the season. So, I mean, I think all those factors contributed I was it to making this game exciting. I thought well, were, I, I think, yeah, I think,
3: I the think the deal is that as bad as the Saints have been this year, and as good as the Falcons have been, um, the, the game and how it played out was just a throwback to all those years of the Saints beating them down, and especially with the blocked punt that was so reminiscent of Steve oh, Gleason yeah. and the touchdown and everything. Just the whole game just felt like a throwback to the, the glory years of Sean Payton era. And, and, Atlanta yeah. And in so, every
2: which, any which way,
3: you know, another underrated thing. And, you know, we talked about Tony Hills from never underestimate how bad it is for teams to have to play backup offensive linemen. and, I go to Atlanta center who is a backup and oh, yeah. they had they had you... to start him as a reserve you... and, and and he made critical mistakes he had a, a fourth they had a fourth and one early in the game that they went on and he had a bad snap there there was a bad transition there on the snap and and they end up getting hit backfield well, because of it and then there's a fumble in the red zone later in the game where they don't don't put up points and that's just a clear example of you start a backup center and those are two well, plays that really hurt them.
2: Well, that's the thing, and we'll, and we'll get to it when we do game predictions later, is a lot of times, teams, you can get an injury on your offensive line, and you can like plug in a Tony Hills, and it can be okay that first game because the other team, they might not know how to game plan. You might have been ahead in the game when the injury happened or whatever. But, man, that second week when you got to play that backup
3: offensive lineman, right? it really starts to catch up to well, you. Well, I think the Saints were fortunate that Atlanta had such a – Terrible pass rush. I mean, that, that's one of their biggest weaknesses, is they don't rush the passer that well. Well, And, and the, the Saints were four.
2: Well, and the, and the,
3: the thing is. J.J. Uh, Watt or anything like that. You know, and
2: the thing is with Atlanta, they've played a lot of close games. And, and one of the games, when they played Dallas, I mean, Dallas was just mauling them with the run. And then Atlanta went, oh, yeah, they have Weedon. They have Brandon Weedon at quarterback. We're putting 10 in the box, and you're not running it. Brandon Weedon beat us and as any Saints fan can tell you Brandon Whedon cannot beat you and they and they scored like 28 unanswered points
3: he, he can so, he can take you to overtime he though.
2: can take you to overtime but he cannot beat you so i mean that was a thing but dave um ben watson
4: yes if he, by if by he, by the way this whole this entire game i i sat directly next to his wife and his mother
2: how pumped were they that's
4: what i <laughs> They um, and and I I can't help but like watch them watch him like when he does something big, you know, like after he scores the touchdown, like obviously I watch the play. But after he scores that touchdown, I want to I want to look at them and I want to see how they're reacting. Um, And obviously, as, as you'd expect, I mean, they were super excited. And like sometime in the earlier middle of the fourth quarter, he came over during the game when the defense was out on the field and he was on the bench and he came over and brought, which I'm I'm assuming was his touchdown ball and he gave it to his wife to hold on to. And he's done that before in games, but, um, and this is actually the first game that I've seen them at this season. Um, and I know that like the she, she, they just had a, a, a kid like their fifth kid or whatever. Um, And also, by the way, she looks very good. I mean, she looks very good, especially for having four or five kids and having just given birth. Wow. Uh,
3: By the way, uh, she went to Episcopal High School, I believe, in Baton Rouge. Her her and my wife were on the same track team together. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know she was from Louisiana. Little known fact. Yeah, she's from Baton Rouge.
2: The fun thing about the Ben Watson thing was it was fun to watch a tight end have a career day during a Saints game and not be wanting to punch a wall. That that was yeah. really fun. And the thing was, Dave, if Drew Brees makes a really good throw, he would have had 165 yards and two touchdowns.
4: Yeah, right, right. He he missed that one that was a little too high. He was he was like right in front of the goal line. He he definitely probably would have scored. Uh, so so Dave,
3: when when Ben that? Watson makes a play now, is it understood amongst the people around his wife that? They know yeah, she's everybody... his wife. She knows that they know, and everyone's <laughs> high fiving her.
4: Well, th- that's not what's as important as if if he makes a, a mistake. You know, you don't you, you don't want to be that guy who's like talking shit and being like, "Oh, Watson, you're pathetic," blah blah blah, because that would just be <laughs> embarrassing. So, like, if I bring a friend of mine to a game. And and I know that and I know that they're there. I, I make sure to tell them. So I'm like, look, you can say whatever you want, but if Ben don't say anything bad about Ben Watson because you're sitting next to. His, <laughs> so if he drops in his past, you, do you clap and
3: say good try, Ben? No, no, I don't do. But anything. I mean, can I you do Ben? Do can <laughs> you be?
2: Can you be like? Say, can you be like sad parent? Like if like say the Carolina game when he fumbled. <laughs> like if he did that at home, could you be like Ben? Oh Ben, yeah. why'd you, you do could that? Be, I, don't, I don't. You know. You'd I like just don't go parent. over the top.
4: Yeah, you mm-hmm. can you can you can express disappointment. I don't I don't think that, that you think that you're just supposed to be a fair weather. You could just be a normal fan, but you don't have to be a dick about it. That's yeah. just that's that's the only rule. But um,
3: but but can you imagine if you sat next to da- Jason David's
2: wife? <laughs> can you imagine if
4: you sat
3: next
2: to Brandon Browner's wife on this yeah, team? I knew oh, that was good. Good lord.
4: Um, but I, I look back, back back to actual football. Um. I, I honestly think that Ben Watson could have more games like that if he's just the opportunity. I mean, they don't throw that many passes to Ben Watson usually. Four or five looks a game, I would say, but this game he was getting fifteens.
2: So. yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to but see. He's he's a veteran guy who's been around the league
4: long enough. He's he's he he's, he can get it done, I think, if he has to. And he's huge. He's absolutely huge. He's like he's like a perfectly sculpted human being. He's like absolutely. Ripped and ginormous,
2: Andrew. Not to be negative for about the ladies, <laughs> Andrew. Not to be negative about the game, but the Saints did give up like 420 yards of offense again, mm-hmm. and the three turnovers kind of saved them. And now Keenan Lewis, um, they leaked that he's having issues with his hip. And when the Saints are leaking injury news, he probably is in Argentina getting a new bionic hip or something. Mm-hmm. Um. If Keenan Lewis is gone for the rest of the year, how much does it affect this defense? You think?
3: I mean, honestly, it's not like they've really had him, at least not in the form that can truly help this defense. So.
4: Right, but they've but they've got him back in recent games, and in recent games is when they've started to play better. Is it? Yeah, it's a, is it, it's a direct re-
3: correlation. Is I, it, I, is don't, it I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, man. I mean, I, he he played he played eight snaps in the last game.
2: Would you? And... Here's an interesting question, Andrew. If I told you you could have Keenan Lewis at seventy-five or eighty mm-hmm. percent, or you could have Damian Swan back at a hundred percent Sunday, what, what, which one do you want? Uh,
3: that's probably. A push honestly, um, you know. I think obviously you'd love Keenan with his experience and everything, but uh, Swan's playing some good ball, and he's a promising player, and he's a guy I want on the field getting experience.
2: Uh, Dave, the Saints signed the tenth kicker today of the <laughs> Sean Payton era. Cobra that Kai? Is, that, is Joe, that true? By the
4: way, it is that, true. Is that, that's the real number, number ten.
2: Yeah. So that is Cobra Kai for Bush. Four bath. I like Sam Bush. Um, but um, how bad was the decision in training camp they, of the kicker? Of all the stuff they well, did in the off season, Dave, like how bad was the decision on the
4: kicker? The, the fact that you're signing a guy who lost his job to the guy that you let go.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is true.
4: So, so the guy that you let go, he wasn't good enough for you, and now you're about to sign, and you're hoping to help the guy who couldn't even beat that guy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't even make this up.
2: That's a total, it's a total Saints move.
4: It, it's it's the, it's the circle of kicking life in the NFL, and it's a typical Saints move. And you know, the the one good thing I I read on on Chronicles actually later later today um, was that really it, it seems like the reason the Redskins weren't happy with him it wasn't his field goal kicking. he has something like an 87 percent
2: three games they won the Redskins won four games last year. he kicked the game winner in three of those games.
4: yeah, I don't think his as far as the Redskins were concerned, I don't think it was his field goal kicking that was a concern it was his kickoffs and he was, his, he wasn't getting as many touchbacks that's the issue, but for us, uh, he's healthy. We
2: lost Dave there as he faded out. Um, but, Andrew, are you there, I hope?
4: He has nine other characters.
2: Well, Dave, the last 20 seconds, we couldn't hear you, so... You couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear you. Are you are you are you rummaging <laughs> around your basement? But I no, think you, I'm, no. No, but I think I'm, you're – sure. but the people get your point is the Saints the uh, the Washington kicker uh, the point the problem with him was kickoffs and if Morstead is yeah. healthy that's not an yeah. issue. But Andrew yeah.
3: Morstead
2: is not healthy. Morstead is not healthy, and the Saints special teams, despite scoring two touchdowns are kind of a train wreck.
3: Yeah, who would have thought six games into the season, we'd have two special teams touchdown. Awful they've been. Uh, You know, I think it's a combination of really just poor kicking game. I mean, anytime there's not a kick that's a touchback, it's on kickoffs. It feels like it gets your 30-foot has been atrocious. With more, Morstead kind of hasn't had a. It's been a disaster. So, for sure, and uh, Morstead will help.
2: Boy, people
3: <laughs> from a touchback perspective. I mean, at this point, the Saints just need someone to hit a kick within. 45 yards consistently, and this guy seems like a young Shane Graham to me, just in his bio and write-up. Uh, but uh, yeah, at this point, I'll take it.
2: I mean, it's I mean because the thing is, Dave, I feel like the Saints' season, it, it, the next two weeks are going to be determining whether we're going to still be caring about and fantasizing about playoffs come Nove- November. Or we're going to be oh. arguing about whether it's time to start rooting for a top three pick. And I feel like these next two weeks, they're winnable games. But, dude, it's one of these games, if the Saints win them or if they win them, it's going to come – they're going to have to make a kick, and it, whether it's a 45-yard yep. or whatever. And that's all I want out of this guy. Just just be able to make the kick that Hawker couldn't against Dallas.
4: Right. Well, it seems it seems like this guy can make kicks, so.
1: Um. Sure. I I
4: I think making field goals right now is more important than than kicking it in the end zone on, on kickoff
3: Andrew, would you agree with that? Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm not saying man. kicking I mean, in the end zone isn't. You know, isn't the, the other issue is field, I and mean, you got to set up your defense with good field position because they they can't stop anybody. But yeah, I agree.
2: Um, here's a fun question, Andrew. In dis- by December, is Delvin Bro going to be the best defensive player the Saints have? Yes, I or would no? say yes. You would say? Oh, you say yes? Yes. Yes. D- Dave, do you th- do you think so?
4: Uh, he's, you know, he's been doing a hell of a job, heck of a job, Brownie.
2: I think uh, not to be, argue. I know I'm Mr. Doom and Mr. Negative. I feel like Andrew, not that he is definitely going to be as good as Revis or Sherman, but potentially he can be the kind of corner that can really almost transform your defense. By the end, he's got that kind of potential. Like, you see him, and me and Andrew talked about this uh, last week on the phone. You see him every week making, not just getting better, but, like, making huge leaps forward. Like, at first, he's like, oh, I can't. Put my hands all over people like in Canada, and you see these giant. But but it, I mean it's funny. But Andrew, I see like giant leaps. Like whereas you see like Kikaha yeah. and Pete, they make little incremental steps to be good. And you see, you say, oh, they're making progress. Like bro, it's like huge leaps. Every I mean, day. I'll, I'll
3: put it to you. I'll put it to you this way. I think his potential is to be better than Keenan Lewis at his best. And I view Keenan Lewis at his best as an excellent NFL corner, very, very strong. Um, and if they can get him healthy, and that's the tandem that they have, at some point, whether it's late this year or early next year, um, the Saints pass defense could potentially be really, really, really strong. Well, look,
4: Ralph, you you, you want you know what? You're going to get your wish, and 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 Delvin is going to get his test because you know the Lions are on the schedule, and he may very well have to. Uh, keep tabs on Calvin. Well he's gonna Johnson. get it he's
2: gonna get a test this week. I mean T.Y. Hilton wow. isn't isn't any slouch.
4: That's no Calvin Johnson.
2: No, it's no Calvin Johnson, but I mean it's 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 an interesting test. Um you know
3: No no, one, the Saints, I mean they put Browner on Ted Ginn, so I'm sure he's gonna be covering T. Y Hilton <laughs> and, and forty yards behind him on a bomb.
2: Oh I mean well, with with all the injuries they have, they kind of have to play Browner. But but Andrew, in a best case scenario, wouldn't wouldn't Browner be kind of getting pushed out with Lewis and Swan?
3: Well, I don't think it's necessarily pushed out. It's that his role would evolve. You know, in other words, he he'd be covering tight ends, or he would be closer to the line of scrimmage using his physicality. I mean, there are still ways that you can use him if he's not playing on the outside. Uh, but what's clear to me is he, he can't run with speedy receivers on crossing routes or on go-go routes. Uh, he, he just can't keep with guys like that. But, I mean, we, we've seen it now. I mean, he, he has a pick. He has a fumble recovery. Um, he's had some big hits.
2: Oh, look who decided to join us, fresh from the wrestling ring. Kevin held himself. Kevin, uh, how much did you enjoy the Atlanta win?
1: Oh, very, very much. I I had to work Thursday night, so uh, fortunately the game. Thank God the game was broadcast uh, nationally. Uh, otherwise, I would have had to be watching it uh, online through some means of some sort. Well, I would what, not, uh, it,
4: it wouldn't. It wouldn't be on Thursday during the day. It would only be on Thursday. Well,
1: night. Kevin,
2: if they don't have protests in Ferguson and the Cardinals ain't playing, what news do they have <laughs> at St. Louis at night time? There, there's there's quite a bit.
1: There's quite a bit.
2: <laughs> uh Kevin, did you we we said at the beginning of the podcast I said that this was the most fun we've had since the Philadelphia playoff win. Andrew said maybe the Carolina game last year. Where did you how much how much fun was this in compared to the la, the last big fun
1: moment the Saints had in your estimation? Oh, I oh, I don't know if I would uh Whew, let's see. Uh, fun wins that jump off my head are like, and I'm not going to count playoff games because because I think that's just a different beast altogether. We because otherwise, been
3: to the playoffs since Philly. Yeah.
1: Well, I would just say otherwise you could just say. uh... Oh, I thought you meant Philly from '06. No, no. Oh, the, the, the most out. fun since that Philly game in 06. No, the um, most the fun since games, Philly the game. Latin, Philly, no, the most geez, fun since Philly in '13. Come on. When was uh? When was the packer that the Green Bay game where Jason David like picked did, up did five. everything he?
2: But I mean yeah. no, I mean I'm
1: talking like
2: Kevin, I'm talking from like 2013 to now. I'm not talking like fucking 1987, <laughs> like Sam Mills at the goal line in the Steelers. I'm talking like 2013 to now. I'm I'm not talking like retrospective.
1: Was this? Uh, in, was this the most fun? Then, you f- then I would I, then well then I would say that the that this that this Atlanta game uh, hard pressed to be topped. Then
2: Sam Bradford got, got sacked. He is a garbage truck. How did he throw for 350 yards against the Saints? How did that happen?
1: And he looks. The con- Saints defense
3: is yeah, con- really- Eli, Eli Manning looks worse, by the way. Yeah,
2: he'll, he won't look worse in two weeks. Um, no. All right, this is a this is this is a fun delusional question. Um, The NFC, Andrew, you wrote on Saints Nation, I I read it today, I don't know when you posted it, but the NFC is a dumpster fire. And and they are going to have, I guess Dave, my question to you is, is the last playoff team in the NFC going to be 8-8? Because I think it might be.
4: It's possible. Hey, if that's the case, that's good for the Saints because uh, you know if if the Saints could actually put together, string together some some wins, they could they could. Eight and eight is maybe their ceiling. And then, hey hey hey, eight and eight. I'll take eight and eight. No Olive Garden, baby. <laughs> no Olive Garden at eight and eight.
2: How um, good were you feeling about the Atlanta win, Dave? Thinking that maybe you might only have to go to the Olive Garden like two or three times because they might get the they might get the five wins.
4: Somebody somebody was tweeting about breadsticks and yeah, stuff during the game. So so I so I was thinking about.
2: Oh, Andrew, you
3: you one you, game.
2: Well, one game. I mean, but. I mean, do, Andrew, do you think the last NFC team is going to be 8-8? Eight eight?
3: I think so. Um, you know, right now the strongest teams to me, the, or at least the, the ones that seem like the most likely to get that final spot are Seattle at 2-4 and four, or the Rams at 2-3. and three. Um, You know, may, maybe the Eagles at 2-3. and three. Yeah, They're playing right now. And they're winning like they by might, 10. Be, yeah, it looks like they might beat the Giants. So, um, What's yeah, the score? I, 17, it's 17-7 at halftime. Um, does Jordan Joel,
1: Matthews have a touchdown? No, he, he does didn't. not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, Let me ask the more important question uh, the, the, for this uh, for this game. Uh, has the Star Wars trailer come on yet?
2: No, it has not. Soon,
3: I got three seconds left before I have them.
1: Kevin, how? Do but I, uh, no,
3: so I think anyway. When when you look at all those guys and you look at the the records,
2: Jordan Matthews.
3: I feel that's like the Saints are kind of in the mix if they, they start well, winning the next, games. The next two weeks, I say, hey,
2: Kevin, how delightful was that Seattle meltdown again? Back to back
3: weeks.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. Back to back weeks, coughing up double digit leads.
1: The only thing Russell that would. Wilson sacked and put on his ass constantly. Wow! Amazing what happens when you trade
2: all your busy.
1: your your spectacular center, the guy who the guy who anchors your offensive line, and you get a tight end that that you know can't block. That, can't block. Now, his parents never he, he never played with Legos. <laughs> no, no wooden blocks. When he went to the doctor's office, he was he was flipping through the uh, through the cardboard books. There was no block stacking with this guy. No blocks in this man's life. None. What? None. That trade looks pretty bad for everybody.
2: I think. No way, man.
3: We got Stephon Anthony. Uh, Yeah.
2: I mean, here's the thing, though. I feel like. The, same, the reason why it's a, to, right now, Andrew, I feel like it's a bad trade for the Saints is they thought that Unger was going to fix their line. Like we're, They're like, we're going to drop him in, and we're going to have Leto, and we're going to have Evans, and the line's going to be fixed. And they totally overestimated their guards as Dave just massacres a bag of pork rinds.
1: Yeah, but, 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 I mean, you can't blame that on Unger. you got to blame that on yeah, – I mean, but that's part shit, of the, blame that on Peyton, blame that on Loomis, poor talent evaluation. But that's part, of the, that's part of the trade, though. I mean, like, it's not
2: Unger's fault, but it's the Saints. I mean, they, when they made the trade, they thought if they would have gone out instead of, you know, getting Ingram and Spiller, if they'd have got a guard or two, like, it would have been a better trade. Like, that – I have to – Kevin, I worked that in the equation.
3: Hey, just be glad Sean Payton didn't try to run that play. Chuck Bavano did. Oh my, I mean.
2: that—that's a fireable offense. Like that play there, I don't know if all of you have seen it. Oh yeah, that's that's a fire, like that's a fireable offense. Is it not? Mike Smith, it, Smith
1: I, thinks that was crazy. <laughs> oh my god, have <laughs> the
2: Saints ever done something so? I mean, Kevin, the, or did anybody? The reverse that the that Sean Payton ran against
3: Tampa, where they botched it. Uh, Oh,
1: that's that's
2: Josh Hill.
3: Josh Hill on fourth and one reverse was the worst play by Sean Payton.
2: But I mean, is it is it in the is it in the class of that?
3: No, no,
1: that's that's it's in a class of its own. Right. Like that. It's like butt fumble. And even the butt fumble wasn't like just even the butt fumble wasn't a a complete debacle from 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 the word go. Like
3: that. That's a Brooksy level. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. When Brooks went for Wayne Gandy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Backwards. The ba- the backwards. That's. You no, know, but the, the wasn't thing... that against San Diego? But the yes.
3: thing is, yes, yes it no, was. No, I
2: think the Colts play is worse because the Colts like they plan that out. Like they're like we're gonna line everybody over here, and we're gonna have the 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 whatever the running back snap it to the wide receiver, and we're, you know. Like the, the 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 backwards pass was just kind of chaos. Okay, wh-
3: what about Adrian McPherson lining up behind left guard? Oh yeah, that was pretty bad too.
2: That was a preseason game though. Well, everybody everybody was saying, oh,
4: I don't think they were supposed to snap the ball and No, no they weren't. And they he, weren't. Okay, okay. So let's let's play this out. If they don't snap the ball, what what, what were they doing? What were they hoping to achieve with with lining up like that with, well, no. but not snapping?
2: They were they were hoping that in the lining everybody up on one side, it would cause mass confusion for the Patriots and they would have 12 guys on the field and then you'd snap the ball. Right. Or they would have mass confusion and everybody would be over by the group of players and there wouldn't be anybody over by them. And you'd snap the ball and you'd run free. So like that was the plan. And it was, I guess the plan was, It was it was either if they don't have 12 guys on the field or,
4: or a guy wide open
2: or, or, People over you don't snap the ball, and they snap yeah. the ball. Um, before we get to the before we get to the uh, game predictions, um, that and it's college and it's not LSU or Tulane or local, but that ending of Michigan State, uh, <laughs> Michigan, that was the most bad shit ending I think I've ever seen in my life. The, yeah, the, the punter screws it up. Dude catches it in midair, runs for a touchdown, and in the celebration dog pile, he gets his hip broken. The dude from Michigan State. So is the, is?
1: Oh, well, I think it was dislocated.
3: Still. By well, the way, Kev, by the way, Kevin, they're doing the Star Wars commercial right now.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't be able to see it right now anyway, just because even I don't have cable. But I'll be able to see it on the <laughs> internet in about five minutes. Ooh, they got
2: a melted. They got a melted Vader mask.
1: Hey, don't tell me what's going on spoilers spoilers
2: all right all right let's get to uh twitter questions we got a bunch all right um let's see do 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 um are all the takeaways a sign of an improving defense kevin or just luck
1: Just, just what
2: are all the turnovers a sign of the improving saints defense or just luck
1: luck until i see uh luck until I see him do it against I don't know, a quarter... Yeah, yeah. luck until they do it against luck or a quarterback that, that doesn't shit the bed on a regular basis like Sam Bradford. Andrew,
2: this is from Skooks. I know the trailer is coming on tonight.
3: Isn't it Skooks?
2: Sk- Skooks? Sk- I like saying Skooks. Cause can, we,
4: can we get him to clarify?
2: Yeah. Um, I know the trailer is coming on tonight, but I'm already confused. Which Star Wars character is Kai Forbath? <laughs>
3: I think it's uh I think it's the old Harrison Ford. <laughs> That's <should've...
2: laughs> My wife is like, I'm not My a wife. nerd, but that was fucking cool. <laughs> My wife. My wife. She'll be in line. She'll dress as Princess Leia. Come on, you do it, Dave. Um, all right.
4: Which Princess Leia? The one where she's chained up next to Jabba the Hutt? That's the one you want her to be. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> is Super Saiyan Saints ask is there a bigger ass clown than, ass clown than Cam Newton Dave
3: uh yeah I'm not really a big Cam Newton you know I'm not gonna lie about it I mean, you know I'm he's glad he's he's kind of quickly becoming public enemy number one
2: he's good though he's rolling this. I mean there he, he is yeah, like I mean, dragging he's their off
3: having fun out there but the smiling.
2: The, the smiling, it, it annoys everyone else, but Carolina fans are Maybe that's
4: right. his thing. Maybe that's how he. Yeah.
2: Andrew, uh,
4: each he's not and. He's a good quarterback. I mean, he's, he, he, he's good as a running threat, but I mean, he, he's hes constantly overthrowing receivers, and, and he, he's not somebody you can depend on to win as far as passing is concerned.
2: Well, he did it yesterday. Um. Each Andrew, each NFC South team is a fast food chain.
3: Mm-hmm. Name them. Um. Huh. Okay. Um. Well, Tampa's Applebee's. <laughs> Why
2: is Tampa Applebee's? Applebee's is fast, fast food. food. Yeah.
3: yeah, I guess you're right. It's not fast food. All right, Tampa is Arby's. Yeah. What's, what would you say is the worst fast food place? <laughs> Subway, mm.
1: Steak and Shake, or Jack in the Box?
3: Yeah, Jack in the Box. I would Chris say Boxing
1: for me, Crystal.
2: for me, the worst fast food. It's and it's not the White quite, Castle. White, not quite a fast. Taco Cabana is a Texas entity. It's kind of quasi fast food, and it is awful, just awful. So there would be Taco Cabana.
3: Okay, like, um, so. Falcons. Falcons need to be something greasy, dirty, awful. Kevin, what do you ta- think? Taco Bell. I'm thinking, ta- Taco, yeah, I'm
1: thinking Bell. Taco. Bell. Because, nice. because here's or Taco here's the thing. Tico. I'm thinking Taco Bell because, uh, it's just like you have it and you're like, wow, man, this is the, this was this was pretty good, and then all of a sudden, you know, down the line, it's like, oh, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think Taco Bell was a good idea? Why did I think the Atlanta Falcons were actually going to do something this season
2: um, let's and, see. And,
1: pl- and plus it makes sense you're dropping a deuce yeah and I would say... I, I guess I guess the saints are <laughs> number the, two I
3: guess the Saints are raising canes because they do one thing really good but they have no variety.
2: Yeah no that's a good point the saints they, they were, the Saints are raising canes. They are that. Is, that is. I was going to say Popeyes, but Raising Canes is better because Raising Raising Canes. The options are limited.
3: Um, yeah, uh, we still so, need to do so, the so Panthers. What, that makes
1: Drew the sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's exactly right. Drew is the mystery sauce. Here, Dave. Here,
2: this one's from No More Leaks.
3: what wait. wait hap- we need to say what the Panthers are. Um, I'm I'm going with Burger King. Because mm, a lot of uh, their commercials are so creepy and Cam Newton's kinda creepy. Yeah, that well, they don't do the creepy commercials
4: anymore. I feel like on. Cam Newton was in a Burger King commercial actually. Well there you go. Wasn't he? With we with Nailed the King? It. I don't know. Maybe I, I could be I'm trying to think
2: out. of a fast food place that's overrated. They would be like, um Rallies? No, I'm trying to think of that. In and out like In and Out Burger?
3: Oh yeah, that's a good call.
2: Like they're they, they seem really great and everybody loves them, but but when it comes to the playoffs, they'll eventually fail. Um, Dave, this is from No More Leaks. What happens first? Peyton getting a contract offer from another team or Spiller getting 10 touches a game? <laughs> <laughs> and Dave dropped out.
3: Spiller, for sure.
2: I don't know, man. I. I, Kevin, I am so excited about these Sean Payton coaching rumors. Like, they get ramped up every – like, first it's like, oh, he wants to get traded. He might go to Miami. Then it's like, oh, he'll go to USC. His daughter goes to Pepperdine. It's a good fit. He can – he coached in college before. He can do it. Like, but to to keep the, the buzz going, like, Glazer and in, in these reporters, they're going to have to come up with more, like, crazy uh, –
3: Especially if the Saints start winning more games.
2: Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, schedule. like – the next Peyton room will be like he's gonna open reopen Mackenzie's. It's gonna be like Peyton's pastries. Like I'm waiting. Like how ridiculous can these rumors get, Kevin? Um.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I'm sorry for the dead air, man. Uh, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. Well, the well, thing is, it, we're that's... in week six. Yeah.
3: There's ten games left in the season. Isn't
1: it weird that we're already in week six? It, it, goes, it goes by fast, man. It does.
2: As a person that's having a kid, man, it snuck up on you. It used to be like, oh, we're having that kid December 10th, man. It's August. Oh, it's, it's so long away, man. It's like next year practically. Now it's like, oh, damn it. It's middle of October. This kid's really coming.
4: It's yeah, old. Oh, yeah. That thing's coming all right and you can't uh, give it back.
2: <laughs> you can't. Uh, Dave, does Gleason's trolling of Falcons and idiot trolls on Thursday night solidify him on Saints Mount Rushmore?
4: <laughs> I don't he you know what? He didn't he did that both summers ago. No. Need to redo it.
2: <laughs> we when that's a summer, that's a summer topic. Kevin, this one, this this question I saved especially for you. It's from Wallace. Did Sean Payton at least leave cab money in Hawker's locker like he did for all the other kickers?
1: <laughs> I think he drove him out off of uh, off of Airline Highway. God and, knows, Junior Gillette
3: didn't do that for his uh, girlfriends.
1: <laughs> boom! <laughs> and uh, and threw a stick out into the woods and had him go chase after it.
2: Yeah. Um that's all for let's see. I think that's all for the I think that's so all.
3: Somebody for. tweeted at me today that uh Zack Hawker was told to clean out his locker but uh went wide left and cleaned out uh more by accident.
2: Final. Boom. <laughs> final question.
3: thought fi- that was pretty funny. Final
2: question. I'll that give this good. I'll give this one to you Andrew. Um how can Watson's old ass get open and not Josh Hill? <laughs>
3: Well, the crazy thing about Josh Hill was I really thought he was in line to have a really big game when you looked at the opening drive, and he had two catches uh, right at the beginning of the game, and he ends with three catches, so obviously he only had one catch the rest of the game, but uh, I really felt like it was setting up for Hill to have a big game early in in that part. So, yeah, my big question moving forward, we saw how much – I mean, if you add Watson and Hill's stats combined – In this game, obviously, Breeze was going to the tight ends a lot, and he was getting them involved, which up to this point we haven't really seen. So I'm really curious to see in these games coming up: is the tight end going to be a focal point in the offense again, or was this just an aberration one game?
2: Yeah, I got a call. I was fighting with Andrew. I was fighting with people over um, that said that the Saints wouldn't miss Junior Gallette's pass rush at all on the internet this week. And I was calling all those people out. So I got to call us out a little on this podcast. We were arguing the over-under on Josh Hill catches, and I think the over-under was 35 catches for the year.
3: Or 40, even. For
2: 40 for the year, which, which, looking back, was totally ridiculous. So we're going to reset that number to 12. (laughs) Well, what did I say? I don't remember, but I think – I mean, the over-under, we were, like, seriously debating if he was going to catch 35, 40 balls. So now the over-under is 18.
4: I feel like I was not debating that. I feel like you idiots were, and I was saying no way.
2: Yeah, well, what's he at now? I could be wrong. I think he's at 8 now. (sighs) Who's at 8? I think Josh Hill. I think he's at 8. He might not even be there.
3: Can somebody look that up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the computer right now.
3: I knew we could count on Kevin for something.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I've got the trailer loading, so I'll be able to uh, yeah, give my immediate reaction shortly. Oh,
3: you got to watch oh, the I trailer. Can't, I can't wait
1: for that. Not on the show, though. It'll be on Twitter. Got to give huh. the people a reason to, to follow. Uh, let's see. Josh Hill... Uh, so seven. seven. He's got seven, seven receptions, over, 13 targets.
2: Over/under for Josh Hill in Vegas: seventeen and a half. Andrew, I'm over. still
1: I'm going over. Fuck it, I'm jumping in this first over. Andrew, uh,
3: I just don't know if Ben Watson at 35 can keep keep playing without getting injured. Right. If he's going to get this many targets, so at some point he, I think Joshua Josh was Joshua played catches. 37
2: of 72 plays against Atlanta.
3: I, I'm going to say he still ends up I'm going to say he still ends up over 20.
2: Dave.
4: Um I'll take 17 on the nose.
2: <laughs> I'll say over. I think he's going to he's going to he's going to have a little uh he's going to have a little spurt. He's going to be
3: out for the year after this next Probably. game.
2: Probably. All right, let's get to game predictions. The Saints are 2-4. and four. They are going to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Kevin, who
1: you got? Who's a four-and-a-half-point favorite? The Colts. Ugh. Oh, shit. Um. It's like the Colts' offensive line is not that good. But the Saints rush. I don't know. I mean, they've had the extra time. Yeah. yeah they had the extra time, and the Colts technically have a little. Jesus. Oh, um. All right. So I guess I would take the four and a half that you're giving me for the Saints. Um. I will say twenty-three. I'll say 23-20 to 20, uh, Colts.
3: Oh, nope. man, that would ah. hurt. Yep. Let yep. me guess, Kai Forbath misses a field goal late.
1: Uh, I'd say he goes, uh, I'll say he goes two for three.
3: Andrew, hmm. who you got?
1: Uh, I'm going to,
3: well, first of all, I want to point out that there was one person there on was. the podcast that picked the Saints to beat the Falcons. That would be me. All of held well Said I was crazy. Yeah, I did. But yeah, we it did. Happened. I did that last week against the Eagles, and I was wrong. Yeah, but you were an idiot.
2: I picked this. I picked <laughs> the Atlanta 63
3: to three. Yes, yes, you <laughs> did. Um, but unfortunately, this week, uh, I think it's going to be similar to what we saw in Philadelphia. Oh. Um, and the main reason I say that is I think the Saints really have no answer. <laughs> browner covering him. Um, Andrew Luck's going to have kind of a resurrection game where, you know, the the media, the narrative will be, oh, you thought Andrew Luck was done, you thought he was performing poorly, but he's back, baby. <laughs> um, so I, I'm kind of envisioning, you know, a two or three score win by the Colts with the Saints reverting back to the to the norm, Phil, the media. Dave. Yeah. And and go, go to the game. I'll I'll say Browner again. Dave, who you got? <laughs>
4: That's an easy choice. Um, I'm I'm kind of with Andrew on this one. Um, I mean, the win against Falcons was great, but I don't think the defense really played. I I, I thought I thought the win against the Falcons was it was a very 2009 style win um, for this defense. You know, they weren't great. They still gave up a bunch of yards, but they were just opportunistic. They took advantage of what was given to them. Obviously, the one
2: mm-hmm.
4: the one poor snap that was a that was a gift you know they got a touchdown off the special teams play um you know a lot of things went right for the saints and and they got ahead early and they still and only won very, by 10 yeah yeah exactly and i mean and, and it was just, it was a very 2009 type feel and a very 2009 type game and a very 2009 type win and i i just i don't know if that's something that they that they're really going to be able to sustain they were able to sustain that Hey, Matthew just had and a and fumble, by the way,
3: Dave. Fuck!
4: you <laughs> and, lost, and lost it. <laughs>
3: Fuck! <sighs>
4: Wait, does he? At least he gets credited for the catch. So, I'm a, yeah, it was like a, a 2 point pass. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I still get at least one point. I need him to get in the end zone. Anyway, so I, I just, I just don't think that that the Saints are going to just. turnovers and win the turnover battle that easily and that well. So
2: I'm glad I didn't uh, I don't
4: really seem to play as well on the on the road as do at home.
3: Well, that was, that was a great story.
2: Yeah, it was. I'm so glad that I didn't ask people to donate at the beginning of the podcast because the audio has been terrible.
3: <laughs> do but us it's... a favor. Don't donate. <laughs> no,
2: do- donate and we can get the audio better. We could, If we could get even more donations, we could move off of Skype perhaps. And then we wouldn't have this problem. This is this is not us. This is not the the, the, the garbage host. <laughs> yeah. This if, is you a-
3: do- if you donate, we can get Dave closer than Neptune
2: <laughs> yeah, to right. Planet Earth. We can we can get Dave out of the under
3: the stairs in his basement. Um. We can get Dave o- from the next planet over in the Milky Way.
2: I I'm gonna say and I, is I think Sunday. I think it's a great spot for the Saints. I, wow. think, I think Indianapolis played their guts out on Sunday night. They went all in. They were running trick plays, on-sides, kicks. They were up for that game. I think they went all in. I think they're going to be flat. I think they're not that good. I think Andrew Luck's got a hurt shoulder. I think the Saints are going to get a little bit of a pass rush. And I think, uh, what's his name, Kai Four? Bath or, or Nailed
3: it. Nailed it. Five. Don't 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 stop. Keep going. You know, I think it. <laughs> he's
2: gonna he's gonna bang one in from about forty two yards and the Saints are gonna win thirty one to twenty eight.
3: Mm.
2: And I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be three and four and they're gonna be playing the Giants and we're gonna be feeling pretty good about it. I, I just pretty good. Pretty good I think pretty that, I,
3: good.
2: I think the Colts aren't that good. We'll pretty see. Good. We'll see. I mean so that's my any. And the same game, play
3: again against us. And your player of the week for the Saints will be. Uh, of the week. Player of the oh, week. The week. Uh, of the century of the week.
4: Um, we'll of oh, the
2: week. Will be. Uh, oh, uh, the week. Del- Delvin Bro. We'll have. <laughs> we'll have a. will have a. We'll have a fumble recovery and a pick six.
3: Oh Jesus! First one yeah, since well, 2012, huh? Yeah, it's time. Well,
4: like, like, like I said, really, that's the only way I see the Saints winning the. Yeah, well.
2: You know, you gotta get you I, I,
3: I thought it was funny, uh, someone on Twitter when the Saints blocked that pun and scored said first defensive touchdown since twenty twelve and I had to write back, uh that was special teams, bro. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs>
2: so uh you can oh. donate, we can have better audio, we can get Dave into like the moon or to Mars and he can
4: I don't know no, I don't know what's going on. I'm sitting here in my backyard. It's like in your I backyard
1: moved... for God's sakes. So, Matt Damon had better communications in *The Martian*. He did. So, donate <laughs> a dollar.
2: You can rant. You can help us
1: with audio. Um, go to
2: Saints Nation. Andrew's just like churning out like five articles this week. He's a man on the warpath. I'm, I'm like eating my lunch today. I'm like, man, Andrew posted like four the grades and uh, Sean Payton's play calling is awesome. And you know, the NFC sucks. It was, it was a like a novel. Yeah,
3: I, I, I feel my. Uh... My staff starting to slip here, so I'm, I'm starting to I'm starting to bear the heavy burden again.
2: So go to <laughs> go to Canal Street Chronicles. Hopefully, and, hopefully
3: they're listening right now, and we'll, we'll feel some guilt. <laughs> yeah,
2: so go to Canal Street Chronicles, and and uh, Dave's got threads and articles, and and uh, on Twitter he's got like nine different people running the Twitter account. Um, uh, and Kevin. Uh, he's on OK Tinder, Matchbox,
3: whatever. Twenty.
1: Twenty. Um. <laughs> of the
3: week. So. <laughs> um. My wife.
1: For Dave. And I'll be watching wife. Star. I'll probably be watching the Star Wars trailer like twenty consecutive yeah. times. So don't mind yeah. me. So.
4: You'll be jerking off.
1: For Dave, for Andrew,
4: <laughs> for Kevin, he
2: does that during the podcast every week. Uh, yeah. I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week. The bar is closed.